0: Okay, hello again, everybody. We're back. Um, so <clears throat> it's been a minute. We've been kind of on a bit of hiatus. A lot of a lot of stuff going on in the world. Um,
1: it's been my fault. It's all me. I'm terrible at scheduling. <laughs> well,
0: I, w- I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. Um, you know, like I feel like it's kind of crazy because, like, yeah, at some point there was like, you know, COVID. There's uh, again, there's like COVID and there's you know like i don't I, like i like t- today later today i'm actually gonna go get a vaccine
1: congratulations um, yeah
0: it's good for me <clears throat> uh but i have to drive a couple hours which isn't too bad um but you know there's that there's you know you moved I you're actually at a different place now which is cool got a nice backdrop <laughs> This is my like
1: window.
0: Yeah, this is your window. I like your exactly. old backdrop. But yeah, I you would, you like you like live next to like some like a like a military base, right? Before?
1: Um, so it's actually so it's still technically the same house. It's a different bedroom, but I moved all of my furniture from my apartment. And there is a military base not too far down the road, which is kinda cool. Um yeah. there's a lot of planes. There's one flying overhead right now. Um, <laughs> And I recently learned that the military base was involved in, possibly, allegedly, um, involved um, in a UFO cover-up, which is super freaking cool. Wow. (laughs) Shouldn't surprise me. It's the Air Force. So,
0: Um, yeah, the aliens landed there.
1: Yes, yes, possibly, maybe, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. But yeah, all of my furniture had to come here, and we're in a new room with uh, a walk-in closet, which I have not had since I was probably nine. Um, So yeah, it's uh, wicked nice. We're still setting things up, so it's still not, we mostly just don't want to carry stuff upstairs, which is, I think, understandable, because we're just kind of being, we're just enjoying being lazy now, because we don't have um, too many serious obligations that eat up our weekend. So which is nice, but. That's
0: cool. So yes. you're on the first floor.
1: Uh, second floor, no. like, Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, I, what was my, I think it, technically my first apartment was on, on a third floor technically, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, it's nice. It's a very nice area. I'm not afraid to walk my dog anymore down the street, um, which <laughs> is <good>. really great. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's a much better environment. <laughs>
0: Yeah. That's good. Um, all right, so today we're talking about Dark City. Uh, a very interesting film. Very interesting film. Um, so it's Dark City is this like so the the thing that's interesting is like the genres of this film, right? Like there this thing is all over the place mm-hmm. in terms of genre. I mean really at heart it's a sci-fi movie with a mystery element.
2: For sure. But it also
0: gets into this kind of noirish uh you know kind of like 1940s 50s kind of thing which is cool um but it throws a lot at you like
1: it does it <laughs> does for sure
0: off the bat it throws a lot at you um did you so did you watch this film like around the time when it came out or did it take you a while to see it when you first saw it
1: it took me a while to <laughs> see it um i didn't see it when it had first came out i I don't think it's like a, a movie my my parents probably would have watched not because of any of the subject matter or anything probably just because they just it didn't appeal to them, um, but I watched it maybe five years ago for the first time. Someone at work loaned me the DVD and was like, "Hey, you should watch this if you like sci-fi," and I really liked it. And then never really revisited it revisited yeah. it again. Um, and then I I don't think what I watched was the director's cut. Um so this was uh this was it was a nice treat to go back to because like I said before I've been like revisiting a lot of movies that I haven't seen in a long time and this is this is definitely like a good sci-fi noir because sometimes that doesn't always work together it, um, <laughs> it doesn't always blend they don't always make a nice baby um but this was really this was good
0: Yeah this is a really interesting film um especially because like So this movie comes out before The Matrix, like a year before. Um, There was a lot of, I don't know, I don't know what was going on, but there was something where people were like, okay, our reality is changing. And art has to reflect that. Because there's so many films where it's like, we're in some fake world. It's controlled by other things or something doesn't make sense.
1: Our reality uh, is not our own. We're not yeah. who we think we are. It's, it's almost—it's almost like a invader, like invasion of the body snatchers, kind of a thing where you get taken away and something takes over. But in this case, we're still ourselves, but something is controlling us. Something like literally beneath our feet, and it's—it's yeah. it's creepy and. Change makes people very uncomfortable sometimes, and they assume the worst of things when change happens.
0: Yeah, I guess there's there's a lot of stuff about the internet, and like a, just a, on a random aside, like a lot of stuff about reality TV. Um, I think we talked about a little bit about uh, I forget what I forget exactly what it's called, but the the Jim Carrey movie where he's he's the Truman Show. Yeah, yeah, the Truman Show. Yeah, that's another again another late '90s movie where it's it's like all these things <laughs> um, and it's like, Hey, how bad could it be? How bad, how bad could the internet be? It, this, you know, it, it feels like dark city and some of these movies, that's kind of what they're at. It's like, this is what the internet could be, I guess. That's, yeah. That's kind of how I feel is like, these are, that's what was in the ether was people thinking about what the internet could be. It could be this, it could be dark city. It could be this weird world controlled by people. Um, what could reality TV, TV be? Well, it could be your whole life is a reality show and no one tell, told you, but the world just feels off.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: it's interesting. Yeah, um, people
1: aren't who they say they are. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> even
1: though, even though in the Truman show, people, the neighbors do seem to like Truman. And that's not, do they like him because they are a part of this grandiose show? that's what I love about the beginning of the film is that they're doing these mock, like behind the scenes interviews of all the characters and they're excited to be there. Like they love it. Like Laura Linney's character says, my life is the Truman show. Yeah. And she's never going to get married elsewhere. She's never going to leave this bubble. And they're fine with that. They're fine with lying to Truman because to them, it's not a lie. This is, this is his reality. Yeah. And it's, it, that's really dark. That's a really dark reali- reality to live in.
0: It, it's super dark, um, but it feels very true. Mm-hmm. You know, feels very true if you think about, you just think about the world, what people kind of do, <clears throat> some people do for fame. It's kind of crazy.
1: Yeah, it's kind of,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's,
1: it, it's, it's sick sometimes what people do for fame. And yeesh, I, I think we've seen plenty of examples of that. <laughs> plenty. Yeah
0: totally um so yeah so dark city is like it's it's a, it's an interesting it's an interesting piece because it's really a cult film I don't think it had a huge impact when it came out uh but you know um people talked about it and I remember hearing a lot about it and then when I finally watched it <clears throat> I was like okay this is very interesting um so yeah um yeah it took me a while to see it though Um, but yeah, so like, let's just get into the plot. Um, so the the film opens where we just see this guy in a, in a, he wakes up in a bathtub and he's naked and there's blood on his face and he's in this really cool kind of room. It's, it kind of reminds me of like, uh, in the shining where the, the old woman was in the bathtub kind of looks like that.
1: It's got this like, it maybe when it was brand new, it was like really grand and opulent and like maybe a nice place to say, stay, but it has age to it, which I really like. And it's got like, I don't know if that was a set or not, but it was a very, whoever designed it, if it wasn't, it was it was really, really cool looking. And it's dark and it's got, again, it has, even though it came up before the matrix, I feel like people would say it has that matrix filter, like yeah. the green almost. There's always like this green kind of haze over things, which I really yeah. like
0: yeah that was cool um it i think i think i believe that that style is like Art deco style of uh bathroom i think that's why because i believe that those especially like in hotels and certain certain buildings like that that's how they that's that's how they made the bathroom look um but yeah it's 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 very distinct and and um and it feels old like you said it feels old mm-hmm. it feels like it's from the 1940s or 50s or something or 30s yep maybe.
1: but it's <laughs> been sitting there and it's been reused
0: <laughs> yeah so yeah this guy he wakes up and then like he, he sees his clothes in the corner of the room he like walks out of the room and then he like accidentally breaks a fishbowl mm-hmm. um and there's four fishes down there and then he like puts him into the tub save the fish um and then he's he's he has no idea what's going on. <laughs> this guy has no idea what's going on. And then so then he's like, okay. Um I, you know, he's just trying to figure out what what's what he's doing. Puts on his clothes, someone calls him on the phone. <laughs> he's like, Oh, you've and by the way, okay, so this is Keith or Sutherland, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Very, very interesting performance. Um
1: yeah, it's almost like an Igor-type performance, but not. Yeah. But I like how he added, like, the – he's obviously got a limp. He has some medical issues going on. He adds, like, the – he's very breathless. He's yeah. trying to get a lot of words out in a short period of time, but he. he's, like, yeah. he can't because he needs to be able to, like, breathe. And yeah. I thought that was a nice little – choice for Keith yeah. or Sutherland or I don't know who to suggest maybe a director suggested I don't know but it was a nice character choice for him because he's he always has a lot he has a lot to say because he knows everything yeah and it was yeah. just a nice little like character yeah, uh, eccentricity or something like that.
0: Very eccentric. Yeah. He's like, ha-da-da-da, <laughs> okay, calm
1: down, everybody. Just calm like, down. Like and, and yeah, and he's <laughs> like, oh,
0: you, you lost all your memories. You have to find me. Do it now. Do it now. You have to run. They're coming for you. They're coming for you. I have to go. <laughs> yep. And and, and where? There's like what? What? What?
1: So I just on? woke up, and a fish almost died. And I actually do like that moment with the fish because it kind of gives you a little like. Kind of gives you a little peek of his humanity because yes. if so, if someone walks by a fish that's like dying and it's like wow you're kind of a shitty person you can't just pick it up and put it in some water yeah, put or something it in
2: like the that. Water, yeah.
1: exactly like it's not gonna hurt you to help a fish and I like that he reaches down he just takes a minute he has no idea what's going on but he takes that one moment to like save the fish and I, I like that I like that moment
0: yeah yeah it's it's cool um, yeah and you know we we kind of get at first that he he's you know, he's not the person who killed this woman. Like there's this woman who's dead in there and it's, it's like, she's she got some, they put a spiral carved into her, but dead body, <clears throat> pretty bad. Um, and I, one other thing that, that we kind of notice is that um, it's midnight. It's midnight um, right when this happens. And so,
1: you know, he's like,
0: he's like trying to leave this hotel. Uh, we see these three figures kind of these people who wear like they wear black suits. They are really pale. They're really kind of weird looking.
1: Just uh, off putting. Like
0: very off-putting. I
1: don't I don't want to know who he, I know you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> very off-putting. So this is another thing too. Um, so this like the men in black archetype mm. was very big. Like that's that's the the agents of the matrix. They're basically the men in black. These people who just show up and just like brainwash you or they manipulate you. Um, Like, like there's literally like the matrix men in black and this movie, it's all the same thing. It's just different interpretations of that, that character. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, it's really interesting. Like, because like, that's, that's, I I feel like in the X-Files, they kind of talk about that too. They
1: probably do um, because The fun MIB men in black is not what real conspiracy theorists know the men in black to be. They're supposed to be either inhuman, androids, aliens, something very creepy that you don't want showing up at your front door saying, hey, remember that (laughs) UFO you saw three months ago? Well, I'm going to need to scare the shit out of you. Yeah, Um, They're not the fun... You know, Tommy Lee Jones. Guy. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's it's not it, it, exactly. It's really kind of scary stuff.
1: Yeah. And uh, talk about it. Even though the, the MIB men in black are still do some pretty shady shit, <laughs> like they still erase your memories. Um, but you know, it's supposed to be for the good of humanity, because our brains will explode if we see an alien. So, so it's, it, they're the nice MIB.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. They have a nice MIB and they're like, you know, oh, hey, you know, you're not ready. Um, so we're just gonna brainwash you, but don't worry, we'll we'll take care of it because uh, we're not gonna let the giant bugs take over the world. Exactly.
1: Whatever. We don't want. What, what if, we yeah. don't need cockroaches. We don't need more cockroaches.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You don't need more cockroaches in New York City. Um, so yeah. So these Men in Black come and so this main character he's like leaving and everyone. So he gets into the lobby and everyone's asleep. Then everyone wakes up and like the. I think the term for it is like night auditor, like the guy who's like the the head of the uh, um, at a, at a hotel or whatever who's like checking people in and out. And it's like, hey, Mister Murdoch, you you missed your calls, blah blah blah. <laughs> it's funny too because it's like hey, that's it's funny. very yeah yeah yeah. It's like it's very kind of nineteen forties fifties speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like it's like, it's like you gotta you gotta pay your rent or you gotta get out
1: <laughs> and it's like know? five dollars. <laughs> yeah $5. yeah. <laughs>
0: He's like, I'll pay. I'll pay later. He's like, it's like I forget. He says something. He has some kind of, you know, um, he, he says something. that's kind of like his catchphrase, basically. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like one. You know, it's like I forget what he said. Anyway, it was funny. Um, and so then Murdoch. So we know this guy's name is Murdoch now, the main character. So he just gets out of dodge. He's like, I'm out of here. Oh, yeah, I gotta man. leave. Um. And then this night auditor guy goes to, like, basically a victim, <laughs> like, like change <laughs> the keys at, at his at his house or whatever. And then the men in black come, and they make these weird chittering noises, too.
1: Oh, yeah, that was creepy. I forgot about that from when I first saw that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's
0: like, it's like
1: is that house? necessary? <laughs> like, yeah. is that just a tick that you do, or should I be yeah. scared?
0: <laughs> and by the way, there's, like, a kid there, too. There's, like, a little creepy kid. Yeah, very weird. <laughs>
1: I feel like the 90s had a bunch of... Cre- like, creepy kids have always been in movies, but I feel like the 90s especially was like, we need to turn up the creepy kid thing. I need creepy kids in all my movies. <laughs> they yeah. don't have to say anything. Just have them stand there, and that'll freak people out enough. Maybe have them bite somebody.
0: <laughs> we get some biting in here.
1: <laughs> it's like that little yeah. shit just bit him.
0: Like, what yeah. the hell? Have like, you ever been yeah. dead before? It hurts. <laughs> Thankfully, no. But I can I have- imagine...
1: I had a brother who was a biter and it no, sucked.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah, so then the guy is like, Oh, he, he left five minutes ago. He's asleep now. Yeep. And he goes to sleep.
1: Like, okay, I'll go to sleep. Just stop making that freaking noise.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's very it's very creepy. Um and again, I, I, I don't know I, I don't know what it is, but like it's again, this is the classic men in black archetype. Mm-hmm these things that they're really creepy and weird, but they can brainwash you and you won't know that they exist, even though Mm. they're all over the place doing all this stuff. Very interesting. Very interesting that that became, you know, such a thing. I I guess, I guess it's just people, I'm just thinking what would drive that. I guess it's just people like they feel, you know, kind of the, the gaslighting or Mandela effect kind of stuff where it's like, Oh, I know. I saw that. I know. I saw a UFO. I know. I saw whatever. Mm-hmm. But something's making me forget that it was there. Or, or in this, in this film, is really, and so is the Matrix. I know that my the world is off. I don't know what it is. I can't explain it. And
1: if I but tell I, someone, I'm crazy.
0: Yeah, I'm the crazy one. But exactly. there's there's freaking weird pale people wearing you know <laughs> wearing trench coats running around. And when was the last time it was daytime?
1: <laughs> exactly. That's something I picked up on. Like, I knew it was midnight, but I'm like, okay, is there going to be sunlight at any point in this movie? And when he said it, I'm like, yes, okay. It is part of it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: I like being right.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. So then we see, you know, the doctor again, um, Keith Overland, Dr. Daniel Schreiber. Um, and we, we go to like, so... Emma Murdoch, who's the wife of Murdoch, uh, is she, she's I guess she's basically her job or whatever it, you know. Again, in this in this universe, as we'll learn, <clears throat> what people do is kind of subjective. Uh, she's a singer at a nightclub. Again, yeah, very like,
1: very. Like- nightclub summer singer. I mean, you can put Jennifer Connolly in the 40s and she looks like she does belong yeah. there. Like, she's been in a few movies where she's played someone from like either this period or 50s or 60s and she literally just blends right in. And The, rock,
0: the Rocketeer comes mm-hmm. to mind.
1: Oh, yep. Rocketeer, definitely. Just mm-hmm. totally, like, if you snap a black and white photo of her doing like a glamour shot, I'm like, yeah, she could be yeah. in a movie with yeah. Vivian Lee. Yeah. I believe it. <laughs> she's exactly. a time traveler.
0: Yeah, yeah, she's a time traveler. I mean that's where she's from. She just she got here for God knows why. Exactly. Uh, but like she just wanted to go to the future. Um so then um the doctor tells Emma that John is like, Oh, he's had a psychotic breakdown, he's lost his memory. And if he ever calls if he calls, um if you ever if you ever see him again, tell him to call me and blah blah blah. Um so then it's like, "Oh, uh, okay. It's, the the whole the whole doctor Schreiber character is very it's very weird. I mean, I never trusted him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I never trusted him. He's just a little too weird.
1: He's also the mad scientist trope, yeah. you know, don't trust yeah. the mad scientist because they're mad for a reason and they usually yeah. are doing something they that goes against god in nature, so.
0: Yeah, so like <clears throat> you're kind of like, mm, don't talk to this guy. Yeah. Try not to try to avoid this guy. He's a, he's a creepy dude.
1: You're a little too creepy. I mean, if you weren't like, like,
0: (laughs) yeah,
1: if you were just like a tad not creepier, then I would probably take your word for it. But yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. What was the name of Frankenstein's um, his helper?
1: I'm pretty sure it was Igor. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. The Igor. It's kind of funny because Igor. I don't know if Igor is ever evil, but you know, you still like. Well, doesn't Igor, like, he, he, like, digs up the bodies, right? Isn't that what he does?
1: He's there. He's he's not muscle. He's just a worker, I think. And Frankenstein was probably just, like, smoking a butt and just, like, yeah, dig a little deeper. And <laughs> he, you're literally telling a hunchback to, like, do all this hard manual labor. Not that he couldn't. He obviously <laughs> could. But it's just kind of, I think, just, like, a set creepy piece. He, I, don't, I don't even, I've never read the book, Frankenstein. So I don't know if he's even in the book, but... He's definitely like a character trope that people use now.
0: Yeah, he's definitely got he's definitely got that that feel to him.
1: Yeah, why the hell is he so loyal to Frankenstein? Like, I never understood that
0: relationship.
1: Like, he's just shouting and yelling orders at you.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know. I, you know, that's that's an interesting one. Um, <laughs> it's puzzling. Poor Igor. Dig, dig, Igor. Get the bodies. Like, what?
1: The fuck? like you get the fucking bodies. I got a yeah. hunchback. You son of a bitch.
0: Igor, you have to get that, that that psychopath who just died, get his brain for me.
1: It's, it's like cool. I'm not I'm not qualified to cut a guy's brain out, but yeah. you, you need it.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hope
1: you didn't need the brain stem.
0: <laughs> so then we get the this guy, Infec- Inspector Frank Bumstead. Um he's a bum. <laughs> anyway, so he he gets assigned to this case. Where it's another dead prostitute in this hotel room, uh, and then we learn that there's been six different uh, prostitutes that have died recently. Um, oh yeah, by the way, then so so the guy comes in and there's a different night auditor. It's this is black guy instead of the guy we saw before. Yep, but he kind of talks the same way, which is funny. <laughs> like he talks exactly the same way.
1: It's basically the same person. It's the same. It's. It's the same character, just a different actor that night. Yeah. It's like a play. Like it's it's literally like a play. you yeah. the understudy tonight.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. The understudy he he's he's come in for the night. Um Yeah, and so then we see Murdoch and he goes to some I, I don't know what you would call that place. It's like a place where they they have these little contraptions, these little like doors where you can like I guess pay to get stuff, food. Very um,
1: yeah, very generic, you know, like PB and J and a banana or something or <laughs> a bowl of soup. I forget there is actually a term for that. It's something matte, not like there's laundry mats and then there's something else. I, I know I know that there's a name for it it's mm-hmm. on the tip of my tongue. but that's one of the things that I like about this movie is is that something designed it that doesn't understand human possibly evolution and that it's stuck in this very generic, Time period yeah. of oh, you can go to the cinema, cinema thing, or the laundromat, or the food yeah. mart, or the food mat, or something like that, and it's all just very generic, plain clothed, boringness. Really, there's no there's no color. Um, <laughs> yes, just dark, and you always feel I always like someone's always going to get mugged. I feel like it's like no matter what corner you turn, someone's going to try and mug you.
0: Yeah, there's there's something. Um, and again, you know, this is another thing that in the Matrix, where the Matrix world that the computers build is super, just like, basic.
1: Mm-hmm. Very it's generic. Just
0: very generic, yeah. Everything is like, everything's super generic, it's all the same, but everything's fine, you shouldn't question it. Um, don't think about how weird it is that you know, it feels like it's the 1940s and 50s mixed together, but you can't you can't place the time period at all mm-hmm. you know everything is gray
1: gray don't, black don't, and white
0: don't don't question why everything is gray and dark and the buildings look weird um, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Don't, don't question why you can bend spoons like it's fine yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, some, yeah just keep moving
0: <laughs> yeah exactly um so so then Murdoch, so like the the guy at this you know food mart place um, he, a uh, lot the, the food mart. mart uh, <laughs> the food the mat <laughs> so he's like, oh yeah I forgot your, yeah I forgot your wallet Yeah, it is, you gotta give me a dollar to get your wallet and he, he's like, I don't have any money give me my thing and take a
1: dollar out of my wallet, you dick <laughs> like, yeah,
0: something like that, yeah and then the guy goes away, and the, but then Murdoch he uses his abilities, he has some like, telekinetic or mm-hmm. something like that kind of ability and he opens a little door, so this thing, it's like there's a bunch of little doors, and he, behind each door, you get, like you said, you get a PB&J and a banana, you get an apple, you get some milk and some cereal, you get some soup, and behind his door was his wallet, but he couldn't get it. So then he uses psychic powers, and the little door opened for him, and he took his wallet. And then... It, yeah, and something
1: ahead. about this movie that I like is that it's very dreamlike. Like, the scenarios that he finds himself in are generally things that cause us anxiety in our dreams. Like, Oh yeah, I have your wallet, but you got to get it behind this door, but the door might be scary. And you feel like you can't go through the door to get the thing that you need. And it is, it's very dreamlike in that, in that sense.
0: Yeah, it is. And especially like where you find yourself, the other dreamlike thing too, is like, you can't get out of these scenarios. It's almost like, you know, something bad. It's like, you know, again, the, the perfect example that I'm thinking of now is like, um, which is another kind of neo-noir movie uh I forget I forget what that movie's called I'm trying to think of it um it's not Mulholland, Mulholland drive Mulholland drive is the movie I'm thinking of um where there's a scene where the guy he's in this uh in this diner and they're just talking about stuff and he's like oh I saw this creepy man and he's he's right over there and You know, you do that. You go up there and you pay, and then we go and see the creepy man behind the behind the building. And they talk about this, and then all the things they talked about start happening. But the guys, like I, I, basically the guys saying, "We're going to go and see this creepy dude," but I don't want to do that. But then it all happens anyway. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like you know, you know, the scary thing is around the corner, but there's something in the world that's making you go look around the corner, even though you don't want to. Yep. Um, and this, it does have that, that kind of feeling. It's like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be, I don't want to kill these people. I don't want all these things to happen to me, but I can't get out of it. I can't get away from it. And I have to, I have to keep going forward in, in order to get out. But by going forward, I get into these scary situations where I'm in this weird place and I can't get my wallet. I don't know who I am. Then I get my wallet by using psychic powers. But then there's so cops
1: like, waiting for you by the
0: door. There's cops waiting for me. They hassle me. And this prostitute has to help me out of the situation. <laughs> yep. So, um, yeah, that was kind of interesting. So, yeah, the prostitute helps them out. Um, and, yeah, back at the, uh, the crime scene. You know, again, they're talking about, oh, yeah, there, there have been six prostitutes that got killed. They have the circular symbol carved into them. Um, the inspector, he's like, "What kind of a killer stops to save a dying fish?" And exactly, <laughs> exactly, yeah. And um, they have a fingerprint, and the fingerprint it looks basically looks like a maze. The guy's, big John's fingerprint. Mm-hmm. So it's all it's all really like interesting, you know. It's yes. like what's going on? All these mysteries. So then we see John at this prostitute's house or wherever it is again. Yeah. This is, this is all very interesting. Like this, this whole scenario is interesting because like they, this is something that you never like saw in any of these movies at the Mm -hmm. time. Um, I don't even know if they implied it. I mean, they might've, I feel like they implied it in the thirties more than the forties. Sort of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, or or any anything like that, any or just like the the woman who was like, you know, would would just sleep with anyone.
1: Mm. Um, hey, I, yeah, I, they implied it. They <laughs> used different kind of like, oh, she's wearing red lipstick. She's yeah. wearing <laughs> she's wearing um, a very low cut dress with like a fur coat or something like that. When Elizabeth Taylor takes it off, it's just like, oh my god, cleavage. Um, I feel like they implied what a woman did or didn't do. Um, based on like how they were dressing who was playing them and
0: yeah who playing them mm-hmm.
1: they can't outrightly say she's a prostitute but maybe there's money next to the table
0: or something
2: yeah there's money next to the table
1: anybody could figure that out i mean the yeah. Hays code the Hays code didn't want to show sex but they were yeah. fine with sex shaming everyone
0: they they absolutely were which which is which sucked yeah the, that would be the, the the scenario in the 40s it's like the guy's putting on a shirt he's like you know buttoning up his shirt. there's money next to the, there's money next to the the counter. like like the bedside table, there's money there. Um, yep and he's like smoking a cigarette. She's smoking a cigarette. like that's that's and, what you're gonna get
1: and the promiscuous woman in most of these older films ends up dead or paralyzed or run out of town or shamed or killed in some way. And the demure, you know, Donna Reed wins the Oscar and runs off into the sunset.
0: Yeah, not exa- dead
1: or anything. <laughs>
0: yeah, not dead or maimed or fell off, fell down a fucking found fell on, fell down the stairs. That happened a lot. Like, oh, she fell down the stairs. Oh, it's like
1: everyone stop running downstairs. <laughs> like you won't yeah. die if you yeah. don't. Stop. Like uh, Janet Lee's character in Psycho. Thinks she's the main yeah. character, but she's promiscuous and she runs off and she gets murdered.
0: She's um, gonna die. Mm-hmm. And really then her so- her pure sister finds her.
1: And then her pure kind sister. Finds her and figures everything out. And uh, Elizabeth Taylor in Butterfield 8 um, drives off a cliff. Um, <laughs>
0: yes, that was the other thing I was going to say. Uh, there's a lot of car accidents.
1: Lots of car. Women, there's that stereotype women can't drive. I mean, look at all these movies of promiscuous women driving off of cliffs. Ah! Women are the worst.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: That's a whole other yeah. really. mm-hmm. Sorry.
0: <laughs> I don't think this movie doesn't really have a femme fatale, right? Which is interesting. I-
1: I think you might be able to like argue that the prostitute is, but she's really just doing a job. Like she's got a kid to support. She lives in this mm-hmm. shitty reality. I mean, this is who she's playing this day, or this, yeah, exactly. We,
0: exactly. We don't
1: know. We don't know how long she's been playing this prostitute. We literally don't.
0: We don't. Yeah.
1: Um. We don't. For who all we know, Jennifer Connelly could have been playing the prostitute three or four yeah. days ago. And maybe that's how they met. <laughs> and maybe that's how they met. We really, we just don't know at this point. Yeah, um, we don't
0: know.
1: But no, not really. And you have. I mean, Jennifer Connelly's definitely sexy in it, but she's just the, she's the wife who wants to figure out why her husband's not acting the way he is, which is, again, another very popular trope in a lot of these noir movies of like detectives who have a breakdown or they've been accused of a crime or they've gotten hooked by a femme fatale or something, you know, it's. She's just a, she's just a wife, you know, she just wants to know
0: what's going on. And it's also like a lot of those were like the guy gets entrapped by some woman into some, he falls in love with her, but she's, she doesn't really love him. And she's like, yeah, yeah, go kill, you know, I'm thinking double indemnity, go kill my husband and we'll get the money. <laughs> <Which> <laughs> yeah, nothing's going to go wrong there.
1: <laughs> which also happened in real life in New Hampshire. with a. <laughs> so that that's something that happened. Thanks, New Hampshire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, so that shit does happen in real life. Um, yeah, it's... it's
0: The yeah. Black Widow kind of stereotype, you know, the woman who's yes. like, do this for me. Yes, I love you. Mm-hmm. And they kill, they kill the they kill the guy who does the thing, you know? Yeah,
1: there was a, there was a remake of a, of a Rudolph Valentino movie where he plays a bullfighter, and they redid it with, I think, Rita Hayworth, maybe Loretta Young, and Tyrone Power. And Rita Hayworth, of course, plays the... The vixen who lives in a villa who sees him fighting a bull and she's just like, yeah, I want that. But he's yeah, married to that. sweet Loretta Young who can do no wrong. I think it's Loretta Young. but And then he gets trapped in her web of sin.
0: Oh, the 40s and these other, you know, <laughs> these 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 stereotypes. Oh boy.
1: We want women to be sexy, but they can't be sexy.
0: Well, it's like, we want them to be sexy, then we will punish them for wanting it. For us wanting it. And then them doing what we wanted. Shame. We'll punish them. Shame. Yeah. shame. Shame. Yeah, exactly. Shame. Shame. Ding, ding, ding.
1: <laughs> here's your A.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you get an A. Um, scarlet Scar- letter.
1: Yeah, here's your scarlet letter, you, you tramp.
0: <laughs> yeah, you scarlet letter. Yeah. Oh, God. But yeah, um, um,
1: Jennifer Connelly is beautiful and wonderful in this movie. and Yes. Uh, yes. She's, she's trying to figure out what's, uh, what's up.
0: Yeah, this whole prostitute situation. So he goes with her. They're kind of hanging out. Uh, she's trying to get some money, and he's like, "Oh, well, you know, there's someone. There's someone killing prostitutes. Aren't you afraid?" She's like, "Oh, you you don't seem like the type," <laughs> <laughs>
1: which is definitely something a serial killer would say. I'm um, just saying. do <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, aren't you Aren't you scared? And <laughs> like. you're probably a good guy. Like I'm a pretty good judge character. Aren't you scared? uh, Aren't you afraid? And like, and I like that scene because she's only acting according to her programming to trust him because potentially she was going to be another victim. Um, And he's kind of wondering, am I capable of this? Like I'm in the scenario. I'm in the exact same scenario. I possibly was already in and am I capable of, of doing this? And he's thinking about it. Like he's weighing whether or not he has it in him to do it.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. And um, I think what, what kind of, I, I don't know if he was going to like kill her or whatever. I think oh. that's, that's what the, the aliens want. They want him to like, to go to that dark place. <clears throat> um, but then he sees the daughter and then he's like, what? Like the daughter is like somewhere in the back hiding.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then so John just leaves he just leaves and um yeah, because he has his postcard he like sees his postcard. I forget what it is. there's some beach some like shoreline beach or something like that. I forget what it's called Shell some... beach Shell Beach, yeah. um she's like, oh I gotta go to Shell Beach.
1: That's another um, thing about like that's very dreamlike about it is that sometimes yeah. you you feel like you have, at least with me I always have like a destination that I like desperately need to get to and I don't know why and like you just keep getting obstacles thrown at you thrown at you and then I yes. usually end up in a forest chased by wolves it sucks i never get to my <laughs> destination oh yeah like i always end up wandering around a forest and it's the usually levels. fine and then i know i'm being stalked like mm. i just i know it and i'm like every time like I just want to get to this place like yeah
0: yeah me- that's absolutely that's uh I forget there's a, there's a term for that but like when you when there's something preventing you from like getting to where you want to go, or it makes you forget where you're where, the way to get to where you need to go
2: mm-hmm.
0: that's a that's a big kind of trope and that happens a lot here because no one can remember how to get to the beach nope no one can and so there's a reason for that they don't want you to know
1: whether they is creepy little people it's with cool. their tight ty- with their creepy little kids we don't know if they're yeah. reproducing or if he's just like that or like ew uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't want exactly. to know yeah. and some of the stuff with the i forget what they're the what were they called um the others or the, the um, they called
0: them the, the strangers the, the aliens strangers the strangers yeah
1: it's very like metropolis like that movie it's like with some of like the art and the the set pieces the big face like i got some serious like metropolis vibes from that like the mad scientist thing like
2: yeah Mm
1: -hmm. creepy creepy vibes like it's just so off-putting it's like why does it need to be that way this is their culture and it's
0: exactly Yeah. yeah it's their weird weird culture
1: and they can never really quite fit in with other humans. They don't walk like humans do. They don't have like little they just do that little chattering thing and it's Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, tried doing weird. it too. I was like Ew. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's kind of harder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: um
0: yeah, so John, so he's following this billboard. So so he's he has a postcard. He finds a billboard that has the the postcard kind of location on it. He gets up there. He like climbs up there for some reason. And then he's like He's like looking in his pockets he's like looking for something and it's his pockets are full of like the, all these headlines about the murders and stuff which um, is like oh yeah. great <laughs> yeah and so then the, the strangers come for him and this is like so this is um basically we kind of see a little bit more what's going on so they find him and they're like oh sleep go to sleep now and he's like what
1: Get your freaking hand! Out. Yeah, and then and
0: then he starts using his powers to like basically kill him.
1: Mm-hmm. And they're pretty shook by that. They're like, "What?"
0: Yeah, yeah. We're untouchable in this world. Um. Yeah, but then yeah, one of them like falls through. Uh, like the I don't know, like, like planking the, or yeah, there's like a plank of 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 of. of where this billboard is he falls platform. through yeah yeah the, he falls through the platform he like gets hung pretty much like he's like being choked from a noose um another guy pulls a knife on him and then that guy gets knifed himself um yeah does not go well for the strangers um john is able to like fight him off and and then we see one of them die and we see this parasite thing go out of his body and just, like, yeah that was away. so
1: gross Mr. Hand or Mr. Something, yeah, they all have really weird names. Too. Very weird.
0: It's like Mr. Hand, Mr. Wall, Mr. Book, Mr. Brook, Mr. Book. <laughs> Mr. Yeah, Mr. Book. Very weird. Very very weird uh, aliens. So John escapes. He kills. He kills one of them. He escapes. Then we like go down to the, I guess the bottom of the city or some wherever they exist
1: the bowels and,
0: of the city. Yeah, the bowel, yeah. And they're having a meeting. And you know, it's it's like you said this this is some really interesting stuff. Like the architecture, the it's it's very creepy. Like I I could can, I can see I can just imagine having this nightmare. And then and then being like, "Oh, I have to make a movie out of that." <laughs>
1: Oh, God. I mean, sometimes really good movies are based on nightmares. And yeah. it's because our subconscious is terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've had dreams where I wake up and I'm like, I feel like a bad person. Like, what I just dreamed about, Like I feel like a really bad person. Um, but, yeah, this, it was, if they were going for otherworldly, they nailed it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it's really creepy because um, what's so interesting, too, is, like, they're all kind of there and it feels... I think the thing that feels so weird about it is, like, the architecture kind of reminds us of, like, how insects are or something like that.
1: It's a hive, yeah.
0: It's a hive, yeah. And it's, like, it's very different, you know? It's, like, it's it's inhuman. Mm-hmm. It's uncanny. It's very weird.
1: You can't uh, relate to it at all. It just makes you uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. And so they're all, like, talking to each other, and, and then one of them's, like, he's able to tune!
1: <laughs> oh, shit! Well, yeah. if I knew he was able to do that... <laughs> yeah. Yeah
0: so we'll learn later but tuning is basically their psychic power for manipulating the world that they're in um and i guess basically only the aliens could do it before but now the, the strangers but now um now john murdoch can do it and that's yeah. dangerous
1: yeah and they've that's kind dangerous. of touched on that maybe other people have done it before but it hasn't been extreme Like John's is like John's is like the final stage and evolution of his of humans being able to do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's like he's like the bridge between the strangers and humans, which makes him very valuable. So then they're like, we must have this man. And they send out people, they're like, you go north, south, east, west, go find him. Okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No problem. Shut it down.
0: (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, so then, so then John goes to find his wife, um, and she's like, you know, they're they're talking. It's like, it's like, why did, did you hate me because I had an affair? Were you angry at me? Um, blah blah blah. They're talking, and you know, again, it's it's this is something that came up at the, uh, like the first time. Um, Emma, his wife, John's wife, met with the inspector. He was like, oh, you don't. You, because he's like, oh, we've been married for four years. But he's like, oh, it seems like you don't like wearing your ring. It's like, it's sort of uncomfortable. Or it's, yeah,
1: it's like it you haven't know. been wearing it for that long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Probably
1: because yeah. she hasn't.
0: Because she was the prostitute in the last. I'm
1: probably, who knows. Or something, <laughs> yeah, or
0: or whatever. Um. Uh. So then, so they're talking, blah, 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 all the stuff about their past. The inspector was waiting for them. Uh, he tried to arrest John, but, um, Emma kind of helps, helps, helps him. Um, which I guess kind of like, she's, she's probably not the femme fatale in this. No. Cause the femme fatale, I don't know if the femme fatale really helps. I, I don't know if there's another like, like trope for like the good, the good, you know what I'm saying? Like the good woman or whatever.
1: I think it's probably just called the good woman or the wife. Yeah. because the wife is usually the wife isn't usually the one having the affair or because it's the slut who's having the affair it's not yeah. Donna Reed Donna Reed doesn't do that you get me Elizabeth Taylor and I will slut shame the shit out of her okay <laughs> um i hope people realize i'm being totally sarcastic <laughs> um i think i think it's probably just a wife character i can't really think of who what what, com-
0: what comes to my mind is like so in in um Sunset Boulevard, like the main character he he becomes friends with this other writer who's mm-hmm. a woman, and she's kind of like the uh the good side, but but they do not get together.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> he probably should yeah, so, made a couple of life choices.
0: Yeah, yeah. He there's a, there's a number of choices that he should have made that led to him. Could have led to him not dying, but, you know, that's Hollywood for you.
1: That's Hollywood, baby. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> you end up dead in a pool. Um, so, yeah, John gets away. And then John uses his powers again to, like, create a door where there isn't a door. Mm-hmm. It creates a door. I, yeah, it, I have a hard time like not thinking about this movie and the Matrix like together.
1: I know, I know. they so with, like, similar, especially the opening scene with the with the phone ringing. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that reminds yes. me, of, like oh, Trinity's waiting for that phone call. Here we In go. In a God. very
0: weird noirish kind of world. But she's wearing can't... a
1: one piece leather jumpsuit, baby.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and then these black suited weird guys show up,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: everyone else is like. The fuck, fuck are these guys doing here?
1: Your men are already dead. Yeah,
0: they're already dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I I he's
1: not wrong. So
0: yeah, yeah. Wait, so um, does
1: that mean she just killed a bunch of people who were just plugged in?
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely yes, oh. yes, yes. She killed, but like the way the way that they the way that they see it is like every person could be jacked into by the the agents. So oh,
1: yeah. And that's kind of that's
0: kind of the thing, Neo, um there's like that the the uh they put him in the training program mm-hmm. with the woman in red. I mean, you know, again Neo's not paying attention <laughs> and probably probably neither his audience. But basically what he's saying is like a lot of people aren't ready to get out of the matrix. Mm-hmm. And they're they're a part of the system. And he literally says that like Morphe says they are part of the system. The system is our enemy and we, but we're trying to fight the system so that we can take it down. But everyone who's in the system can, can be taken over by the agents. So they're our enemy too. Yeah. So they're like, you got to kill them. Sorry. You know, hate to do it, but but I'm going
1: to snap your neck anyway.
0: (laughs) I got to snap your neck because you know, you're going to turn into a dude who's going to kill me. A superhuman dude.
1: Yeah, I kind of forgot that they could like the the agents could tap into that. Oh yeah, that's why their face gets all fucked up and they're like, ah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's pretty. Oh man, that sucks for everybody else though. Man, they're just sheep. <laughs> it sucks.
0: It, it does suck because like even when because you can't really kill an agent because they're a program. So like even if you kill if you kill the agent, kill the agent. Uh, the person that they took over dies, not the agent. The agent yeah. just program goes into another. It just goes into the matrix, and then it goes into another person.
1: Yeah, and that but that's also what makes like the agents' programs even worse because they're like, yeah, you're not actually going to kill me. I'm going to make you kill somebody else because I just took yeah. over their body. Yeah, it's like, Ugh, yeah. creepy. Yeah,
0: kids. yeah, agents suck. They're evil. Um. Yeah. So fortunately, the aliens in this, the strangers, can't do that. They can't actually take people over. Now Thank they can you. brain. They can brainwash you. They can make you believe that you were a prostitute or you were uh, an actor, or they can actually make you rich. They can make you rich, uh, change, change, change your whole life, make you rich or whatever, but they can't take, take you over. Um, So let me see. So then, yeah. So John uses his powers. Then he gets in a taxi and he wants to like meet with the doctor. Mm -hmm. So he's like going to see the doctor. Um, he asked the taxi, the cab driver, like, "Hey, how do you get to Shell Beach?" It's like, "Oh, you take a left, and then uh,
1: everybody kind of just took heard... a race. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: No one, no one knows how to actually do it.
1: Nope.
0: Um, yeah. So, so that's interesting. So, yeah, he goes to meet the doctor. The doctor is at this pool. Again, this is another one of these like 1940s, 50s things. They had these pools like this. These like public pools, which. I don't, do they still exist like this in New York or do they, have they changed? I wonder.
1: If they still exist, it's probably a building that's really, really old that people have been like keeping up just for the aesthetic or for nostalgia. Any, I haven't been to many public pools but the few that I have do not look like this. They're not an oval shape and there's not porcelain and marble everywhere. It's usually just a bunch of old dudes floating around and it's why I don't like going to public pools. Also they're gross.
0: Yeah, it's
1: they're not art deco anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's a but new yeah, form
1: of generic.
0: This is this is another yeah, it's another cool I saw this in a recent well, it's a recent movie that was like a fifties movie. Um about New York and they had a pool that was very similar to this. So I think it is like a kind of New York thirties like like basically it's Art Deco style stuff. That's from the 30s, but it's kind of 30s or 40s, It would stuck around until, you know, mid-century or whatever.
1: Yeah, because, like, new luxury was, like, a big thing. Like, the rich wanted a new way to relax, you know? Yeah. Like, people exactly. going to spas in, like, Switzerland or Austria yeah, yeah. and stuff like that, like... What do they call it? I think was it was taking the waters or something. There was a phrase for it, <laughs> like he's taking the waters in May. My goodness, <laughs> it was, a sn- it was like just some snobby thing. <laughs> That's
0: hilarious. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, the the doctor he's like at this pool, um, and it's like, oh, the creatures don't like moisture, um, and the, he he's just talking with one of these, you know, strangers. Um, and they're, you know, it's just, it's a bunch of kind of exposition and stuff like that. Talk about these memory injections. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're after John basically. And they're kind of like this, this one, uh, what's what's the name of that one stranger? It's like Mr. Hand or something like that. It's the one I who's really-
1: I think it's Mr. Hand or Mr. Sleep, but no, I don't think it's Mr. Sleep.
0: One of them is like, really, he's really after him. Um.
1: Yeah, he wants to have like a true human experience because he yeah. thinks that being a, a serial killer is the true human experience. So that says a lot about him.
0: Yeah, yeah, they, they seem to not really understand humans. They um, don't,
1: like out of most aliens who are trying to study humans, like these people, these ones have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, they have
0: no idea what they're doing and and they're, they're going about it totally the wrong way.
1: Ass backwards, as my mother would say. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> So the inspector, so he goes off on another subplot where he meets this guy who's crazy. He's crazy. Totally. He was like a former, um, I think he was a former detective. And he's like, oh, this world, this world's totally insane. And there's aliens that are controlling us. And, you know, every day I, I'm a different person and I, I wake up in a different world. It's, it, And it's like, oh, this dude's nuts.
1: Yeah. And like Bum said at one point, he's just like, dude, your, your wife is pretty worried about you. And he's just like, she's not my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Like, I, I don't care. Like, she's not my wife. I don't give a shit. And, um, <laughs> that was so
2: funny.
1: <laughs> I don't think... So I had a theory about this guy. Because at one point, Mr. Hand, whatever, or whatever the main villain's name is, um, he wants to get plugged in at one point And he wants to be injected with human memories. But they're like, oh, no. that ha- We did that once, and it didn't work out very well. And my theory was, I wonder if that detective was the the stranger who got injected with human memories and now he's gone batshit crazy
0: hmm. or he's so just, they, yeah. Then they tried to plug him back into the matrix and that didn't work.
1: And it didn't work. It just scrambled his brains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause or, he, he, he
0: can't yeah. forget. He can't he, forget. Yeah. He
1: can't forget, which explains why he has all this knowledge and everything like that. Um, or it's just showing us, this is the route that John could go down. If he, if he goes to totally crazy, because I, I don't think Bumstead's former partner or friend could tune I think he's yeah. just—he's—he's he's woke, basically. He's yeah, aware. He's exactly. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah too yeah.
0: woke. He, he's taken the red pill.
1: Yeah, he's taken the red pill, and he's gone off the deep end, and everyone thinks he's crazy, even though he's probably the most yeah. sane person he's in the, the movie, because he does know what's going on. Yeah.
0: It's like it's like if you take the red pill, but you like the program that gets you out of the matrix fucks up, so you're stuck in the matrix. Yeah. So that's him. So he's like, he can see the code. He's like, dude, this is a freaking computer program. Like mm-hmm. that—that's that's a program. That bird is a program. That's a program.
1: Yeah, none of it's real. None of it's real.
0: <laughs> and everyone's like, this dude's nuts.
1: <laughs> he's got fatty, but that's like the first like door that opens for Bumstead. Is that well? I don't. I yeah. don't think you're right, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna look into it. But I don't think you're right. You know, the seed mm-hmm. of doubt has been planted. The
0: seed has been been planted and there's a lot of there's a lot of interesting stuff too because like uh he he he's he's all into all this stuff like all the like the spirals and stuff like all of their symbolism and like the mazes mm-hmm. um that's something that we saw earlier on the doctor when he saw emma he was like put a rat in a maze yep it's all this kind of stuff it's like what are you putting this rat in the maze oh it's a it's a very interesting <laughs> <Hey>, spin it <laughs>
1: Like, it doesn't look fun for the rats so. yeah yeah
0: I mean basically we're, we're the rats. Oh yeah,
1: yeah definitely
0: um, so then you know the the chittering strangers like shut it shut it down it's like midnight <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that face and- opens up it's just
1: so cool.
0: yeah, it's very cool. Uh, so yeah at midnight everyone falls asleep everything stops. John is like watching and he's like, what the fuck is going on? wake up what are you doing? What are you doing? Um, and then they're like, let the tuning commence. And you see the whole world just like change. Uh, the buildings change shape. Um, everything becomes totally different. They go around injecting people with new memories. We see this, this couple who were like, I guess they, they were like working class or something. Mm-hmm. And then they become super rich. Yeah. Um, and then they inject them with like hoity toity rich people. Personalities.
1: Oh, I need my my smelling salts and my divan yeah. and my yeah. silk dresses and my mink coats.
0: Mm-hmm. So so yesterday, Igor, he refused to dig up the body like,
1: uh, like I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to get a new hunchback because he is <laughs> yeah. not fulfilling his end of the bargain. Like he gets creeped out when I ask him to bring me a hand. Like Yeah,
0: yeah. He's yeah, so my, snobby. Yeah, yeah, my father, my father had so much better <laughs> servants in his time. What's happened to the world? It's disgusting. I can't they're, even find a good hunchback anymore.
1: They're asking for rights now. Like what yeah. the <laughs> They're asking for a living wage. <laughs> like, can you believe these people?
0: <laughs> you won't you won't believe it igor he asked for a dollar an hour it's like what what do you think this is my, butler doesn't,
1: my butler doesn't want to buttle anymore okay yeah. i'm like I've, I've been trying to find a new butler for like six months it's really bringing me down
0: yeah yeah so funny
1: <laughs> rich people are the, are the worst
0: yeah 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 it's, it's ridiculous um so i think the strangers they 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 start talking again and they're like Basically, what they're t- trying to do is they need to find John and imprint his his memories into one of them. I guess they believe that that's going to—I don't know—it's it's, going to—it's—it's it's going to change their species or perfect their species or, or give them more insight. I—I I, I think I think basically what's going on is like they're probably going extinct or something.
1: I think that's the impression I got is that they're going extinct for whatever whatever reason maybe they can't evolve anymore and mm-hmm. it's just like the stopping point and because they're after like the human soul they keep talking about like what is a soul how do i get one yeah basically <laughs> can i go to the store can i go to the soul store
0: yeah can i buy one
1: do i do i need a kia soul yeah um,
0: yeah. yeah
1: so they're kind of after like what is what makes humans so special what makes them so different and maybe if we have that maybe if we obtain that it will give our our species another another chance like a few more another million years maybe
0: um
1: but yeah that's what they seem to be kind of after what makes them so different well first of all they don't think that serial killers are the greatest thing in the world
0: (laughs) yeah they anyway so but one of the interesting things we, we learned here is like that basically they they work as a hive mind mm-hmm. so they're all interconnected um, oh yeah and then they so um, whoever I guess it's mr. hand or whatever puts some of John's memories into his mind and so that he can better find him
1: mm-hmm. so he can uh, know him
0: yeah know him and find him and then so he like he like takes the memories like oh I have John Murdoch in mind ha <laughs> you know. All this stuff is really funny. So so then John, he's out one night and he uh, he sees the night auditor guy is now a newspaper man working at a newsstand.
1: A nickel for the news. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, and this is really funny, he asked him, so how long have you been working at a newsstand? 25 years. Okay.
2: Okay.
0: And then, yeah, and he says 25 he says, years and no days off for good behavior. <laughs> Which is the thing that he said to John at the beginning? He's like, he's like, you know, you pay your rent on time, but you don't get any days off for good behavior, so I mm-hmm. gotta kick you out. Um, so yeah, that's funny. It's it's that 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 is there is something kind of like scary about that, you know? Mm. Like like could you imagine like if you um like if you were working at your job like like a job that you hated and you like you left that job, but then you just you 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 didn't know it, but you wound up back at that job or something, you know. But you never you never remembered that you tried to leave or that you went to a better you had a better thing, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like like you get stuck in this thing, but you just you don't know anything else because something's been put into your head that yeah, you just this don't know any do. better.
1: Yeah, I felt like that for a long time, actually. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I I get that. I definitely get that analogy. No, it is because I still, after when you work at a job for a decade and you go somewhere else, even though I've in September, I'll have worked at my new job for a year, I still wake up sometimes and have almost this dread that I have to go back to my former job. And it's, I I think eventually I will get over it. I think it's just because I've been imprinted to know that I gotta go to Panera today and I have to hate my life for 12 hours (laughs) and hate humanity. Yeah,
0: I have to deal with people. I have to like...
1: (laughs) Yeah, people are the worst, trust me. They are the worst. Um, But I know that I don't have to, but it is like, sometimes I get into my head a little bit. I'm like, because some people have what's called face blindness. Like Ryan doesn't remember what some people look like, even if he's met them a couple of times. It takes him like at least three or four times to meet a person before he remembers what they look like. Yeah. Um. So sometimes I wonder, if like, what if I came in and my coworker Kitty didn't look how she, how I know that she does? So it's like, like the newspaper guy is, was the night auditor or the night yeah. auditor is now the newspaper guy, and it's mm-hmm. like, what if like it just, what if it was not how my what if my brain just decides to like. Oh no, that's not what they look like at all. That's just how you're perceiving them to be.
0: Yeah, yeah, this is crazy.
1: Yeah, it kind of it's yeah. creepy, and I know that won't happen, but I don't know. Sometimes I get into my head a little bit about things like that. I'm like, oh, yeah.
0: honey,
1: what if this is a yeah. simulation? It's not, but or is it?
0: Or is it? Yeah. Or is it? <laughs> <laughs> interesting, interesting stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, and this is another one of these things where it's just like. What's real, what's not? How do you know, how do you know, how do you know what your memories are or what they're not, you know?
1: Exactly, well the memory is, is a highly unreliable thing. It's yes, extremely it unreliable. There was like this study once, where they were like, <coughs> they had a whole bunch of people and they were like, okay, tell me about your childhood. And they got like their profiles basically. And then they were like, they pe- scientists implanted memories of like, oh, well don't you remember? Like you told me that one time about that story of um, the monster in your closet. And people are like, oh my God, yes, I did. And they believe that they, they weren't lying. They genuinely believed that they had told someone a story about a monster in their closet and they created a memory around it. Like, that's creepy. That's That is super
0: creepy. Yeah, that's super creepy because then you can just start making stuff up or erasing things. Tell everyone, oh, that, you know, it would be like if someone said, you never worked at Panera Bread. You never worked there.
1: I just lost I just lost ten years. What yeah. was I doing then? You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's yeah. a decade of my life that I do remember. Obviously, I don't remember each and every mm-hmm. single day, but yeah, that that would freak me the hell out. I'd be like, was I in an asylum <laughs> like, yeah.
0: or like, or like they'd say, oh, it wasn't Panera bread. It was like, uh, panada bread, or something, or yes. you know, they, they change the name, they change the logo. Like Panera mm-hmm. Bread doesn't. That's that's like the that's like the Mandela effect kind of. Panera Bread doesn't exist.
2: It, yeah, it's Paneros.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's Paneros. And then like you know, you meet your your ex coworker, and they're like, "Oh, we didn't. It wasn't Panera Bread. It was Panero Bread, or what? You know?" Mm-hmm. And, and then you're just like, "No, it was Panera." Bread. Like, am I fucking crazy? You know? <laughs>
1: um, that happened with. Uh, there's a mall down the road. And it's always called the, uh, I don't want to necessarily give the name away because I don't like people knowing where I am, <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, it I was understand. um the, the Panda bread, the, the Panda mall. No, it's the mall on Panda road.
2: Mm.
1: <laughs> it's like, no, it's the Panda, it's the Panda mall. No, it's the mall on Panda, Panda road. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, that's never been what I've called it. Why would, why would I say, why would I call it that? You know what I mean? When it's always yeah. had this one name and it was on everything. Like yeah. it was on its sign, which is a really old sign. Cause it's an old mall. It was on, it was on like the, the signs on the road. And I was just like, one day I was like, am I the one that's crazy? Or did my mind just not know what the road was called and just called it that same thing. You know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Cause other people called it by like, I guess the nickname or the short name, right?
1: Exactly. So maybe I heard it one when, when I was little and that's just always been what I called it. And then someone's like, no, it's not, that's not what it's called at all. And I was like,
0: Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's crazy. Cause like, like you said, the memory is not, that's it's, it's a flimsy thing. It's a very flimsy thing. Um, and we kind of get that into this with, with this, this film we'll see later on. He like sees stuff about his past, but is it real? Is it actually real?
1: Yeah that's, another do thing. That stuff? yeah, that's another thing that you questioned by the end of the movie, too, is just like, was that actually him? Are we ever actually going to know who these people really were? Because they still don't know.
0: They don't. They, they don't at all. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they, you know, things have been erased so many times. No one knows what there was before.
1: No, it's a, it's a crisis. Yeah. It's like a crisis that these people are going to go through.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so yeah, so then John, so he meets, so basically John's like, okay, I'm going to find my way to the beach. So he's, he sees, okay, he's on the subway and he sees, okay, if you take this line, you can get, get to the beach. So he swaps lines and then he, so he's on the bus, he gets on a train, gets on the train. So then he gets to the station where the, uh, the other, um, basically where the train that would take him to the beach is. He gets there, but the train doesn't stop. No, <laughs> train just doesn't stop, and he's like, "What's going on?" And then the got "Take tells the on, blue line." Yeah.
1: Or now you gotta take the red line, and you gotta take yeah. the green line, and it just yeah. keeps changing. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. It's like mm-hmm. you gotta take the green to the red to the blue, and then when you're on the blue, you swap over back to the red, and then you're then you then you gotta wait. And it's five like it
1: shouldn't be this complicated. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, and the guy's like, "Oh, it's the express line. It doesn't it doesn't stop." He's like, "What? This is crazy." Yeah. Um, and then he meets. Walensky and Walensky is like, you know, he, he goes, he, he tells him about taking the red pill basically. It's like, Oh yeah, it's, it's, um, you know, he's like, Oh, I was trying to get out of the city. You can't, it's impossible. They'll never let you out. Blah, blah, blah. This and that, you know, they, they swap our memories. He tells them, Oh yeah, they swap our memories. And every day we're a different thing. You know, one day I was a detective. The other day I was a rich guy. The next day I was a poor guy. Um, yeah, and then he's like, oh, but I figured it out. I know how to get out of here. The fucking train comes and he jumps in front of the train. I <laughs> and know. For the few
1: seconds, John's like, oh, cool. Take me with you. And he's like, hi. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Come on if you want to. That's... No.
1: And it's just, it's very, it's obviously really morbid and shocking yeah. because of, like, how he, he, when he jumps in front of the train. But he's like, his, it, the message is, this is the only way out. Yeah. This is it. Like. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's also crazy, too, because, again, think about this. This is a 1940s, 50s setting. Mm -hmm. People were not jumping in front of trains.
1: I don't think so. I mean, maybe there was the occasional one. I mean, even nowadays, it's when you hear someone's been hit by a subway or by a train, it's very shocking. Generally, it's a really tragic accident, or it was on purpose. Um, I act like four years ago in, uh, I think in Boston, there was a girl who slipped and fell in front of a train and she didn't die, but she does not have legs anymore. Um, And it was like, again, it's like one of these shots, like it shouldn't happen, but. And subways get really crowded and it's a little scary. Like you yeah. do not want to be standing too close to the the platform. House. Like <laughs> yeah. I almost got, I almost got shoved down by a little old um, Chinese lady with like a, sh- she had like her cart with her with like her purse and all of her stuff. Like she was on a mission. She takes this train every day. She knows the route and she nearly shoved me down because she was like, you need to get out of my way. Like I know where I'm going and I need to get there. <laughs> it was scary.
0: Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. She like pushed you with the cart.
1: Yeah, she was like, "Eh," and I was like, "Eh." I'm sorry, it's my first time in New York.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. New Yorkers can be a little aggressive.
1: (laughs) Well, again, it's that routine of like, they know where they're going. They know where they have to be. They know when the train is coming. They probably see the same faces taking it and commuting every day. And I was in the way.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I don't know you. Get out of my way.
1: (laughs) You're not, you're not normal here. What are you doing here?
0: Yeah, yeah. You're not part of this sim cycle.
1: <laughs> you're not part of the rotation.
0: Yeah, you're not part of this rotation. What are the, do they add you?
1: I know, right? <laughs> like I was the John Murdoch in that scenario. Yeah, exactly. Thank God I was with other people. I wasn't alone. Yeah.
0: But... Um, okay. So, yeah. So then John, he goes to meet with his uncle. Um, and the uncle has like these, these basically a bunch of photos of him, like as a kid or whatever supposedly supposedly it could
1: yeah. be a different kid <laughs> yeah
0: it could be anything really um and some of the pictures of him at, at shell beach and they said his parents died when his house burned down um there's, there's just a bunch of other stuff but it i i guess what he had some flipbook. he like created a flipbook of the of the beach mm-hmm. um but like none of it adds up you know none of it really adds up it's like half of this, half of that, but, like, nothing actually, there's no concrete memory.
1: Yeah, there's no, no. But it's all kind of half-truths. Yeah. You know, like, the glass is always kind of half-full. It's not. He never quite gets to the top. Yeah. I think he was hoping something would jog his memory, and he would get there and maybe be like, oh! I have, like, an aha moment or something,
0: but... Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he's, he's sort of, instead, it's like, there's nothing here. Like, that's the aha moment. Like, this is all fake. Mm -hmm. This is all some fake kind of stuff. Um, So yeah, then the, basically the strangers, like they're, they're looking for John. So they find the prostitute that he was talking to and then uh, whatever the Mr. Mr. Hand or whatever kills her. Um, And Mr. Hand is the one who's killing all these prostitutes pretty much. Which, yeah, I mean, that that is sick, right? Like, these these freaking aliens are just, like, it's the alien that wants to kill the prostitutes.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's the alien who wants to kill the prostitutes. It's the one who wants to cause pain and to feel what it's like to cause pain. And and not even just, like, hurting someone's feelings. Like, he gets off on actually killing people. And, yeah, it's really morbid. And he's super creepy. And I don't like him. <laughs> I just don't like him. Again, it's one of those... it's. Like kind of like when you meet a person and you immediately know that, like, yeah, I don't want to be around you. There's something that's yeah. given me like Bad creep, vibes. creep vibes, and I, I don't like it.
0: Yeah. Um Yeah, so so then of course the inspector, he shows up, the little girl. So it's the inspector and Emma, and then Emma sees a little girl under the she was hiding while the murders happened. And she like made a little drawing of the three strangers there. Um yeah, it's just like, it's kind of weird that, you know, some of these things just don't add up. Right. It's like, it's not, you would think.
1: yeah, it's also weird that he's taking, he's just letting her tag along when he goes to a murder scene or something or, well, maybe they didn't know it was going to be a murder, but like, he's just letting her tag along in the investigation because I get the impression that he was kind of into her. Um, like he sees singing were, and he's the detective. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. They might've been, who knows? Like they might've been married at some point, or maybe he was, maybe she wasn't married to John, but she was still like the, the club, the club singer or whatever, because there's always that like noir theme with like the detective and the girl and Maybe yeah. they don't end up together, but there's something. There's like an attraction because mm-hmm. of like his dangerous mm-hmm. job, and she knows something about the investigation. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely like a a, a thing going on that maybe more one sided than mutual, because she really does want to find
0: John. She does want to be with John, and yeah, he, he kind of wants to be with her, probably because of something in their past, or maybe the the aliens. You just imagine that, like the alien. Like imagine if the aliens imprinted something in his head right like a memory that was related to her
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and it just drove him to to do this stuff to be obsessed with her yep (laughs) yeah it's again there's so many different places you can go with how manipulated your reality is
1: there's so many what ifs like what if um, they have imprinted the detective to be attracted to Jennifer Connolly's character, or is it their real personalities finally coming out? Yeah, that make them drawn to one another or him drawn to her and him being mm-hmm. compelled to help John or you, there, there's so many what ifs because Never, yeah. their brains have been continuously scrambled over and over and mm-hmm. over again.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Um, so then the strangers, they figure out, oh, Murdoch's at his uncle's house. They go to the uncle's house. There's another fight, basically. Um, and then so John kind of confronts uh, whatever his name is, Mr., Mr. Hand. And so Mr. Hand is like kind of talking a little bit about why they're doing what they're doing. It's like, oh, we need, we need to learn about you so we can get your soul or whatever. Um, and then the, again, there's another fight, they start changing the world, but it's, it's kind of becoming dangerous. Like they're, they're starting to, um, like they're, they're getting in danger of like being killed by one building, slamming into another, you get this really interesting, very, again, it's very, it's all very dreamlike where like mm-hmm. he, he opens the door, the door leads to nothing. He's falls out of the door. And he's about to but but there's another building about to kill him, pretty much. The little kid comes, the kid pulls out a knife, but instead of using the knife, the kid bites his hand.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean about the biting. It's like why do I hand them the bite? <laughs> it's like it's so much creepier than the knife.
0: Yeah, uh, it is. It's so weird. And then but then John somehow gets away.
1: I think One he goes the, in through a window or something, yeah.
0: He does. He like goes through a window and he gets out the back door. Um and then John gets saved by the detective and Emma, and then they drive off. It's like, damn, miss him again, or whatever. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So then so then John gets interrogated by the inspector or detective or whatever. And then, you know, he's just like asking him all these questions, and he's like, Well. You know, how about you, Inspector? Do you remember? Do you remember anything? Do you remember anything that happened the day before?
1: When was last happen- time you saw daylight?
0: Yeah. Yeah. When was the last time you saw the sun? Like, when was the last? Yeah. When was, when was the last time it wasn't night?
1: Mm-hmm. He's like, uh,
0: well, it was. Uh, yeah. He even asked him, like, I think he asked him, like, how to get to Shell Beach. Yeah,
1: he's like, of well, course I t- know how to get to yeah. Shell Beach.
0: You take a right, and then you uh, you take a you take a another right. And you take another, and then you go another right, and then, and then you keep going right. <laughs> you know, and it's like no, no one remembers, no one knows anything. Nothing, nothing nope. makes sense. Um, and then he uses his power to levitate the notebook. It's like, well, explain this. Anyway, so um, yeah, and then we get this interesting scene between John and Emma, where like, basically, John kind of knows, like, like it's interesting because John is like in love with her, but he knows like. Their, the love is something put in its brain
1: yeah it's not real
0: it's not real um, but she thinks it's real and I guess you know I guess the bigger thing about this film is, like you know does does the does a human soul drive people to do certain things you know um, and it's like does does their it does their love transcend the memory right
1: yeah could it be real could we make it real kind of a thing
0: mm-hmm does love make it real? Um, and then John, he like uses his power to like kiss her. It's like this interesting moment. Like they're stuck between this glass and he like breaks the glass with his powers. <laughs> and and
1: the, the, like the, the cops or the security guards just don't think it's weird. They're just like, okay, <laughs> time to go. They just take him away. Like he didn't just break a plexi, a plexiglass shield that's separating him and his woman. And he, they're just like, yeah, it's cool.
0: Yeah, it's, it's funny. Totally
1: it's funny. normal. Mm-hmm
0: um so yeah then the so john's you know at the police station they put him in a, in a jail cell the strangers come to the police station they put a bunch of people to sleep they go to his cell john's gone they kill the police chief um so then the inspector and john and the detective they all end up together um and they're going to go to shell beach um, and they have to take a boat. That's another very interesting scene. Like the way, yeah, it's really, it's really cool. It's really cool, but it's also um, very kind of strange. Like when they get in that boat and it's like, they're ferrying in this, like, I don't know. It's it's almost like, like you see those gondolas in, um, mm. in Italy kind of yeah. deal. And the
1: water's all black and everything's murky and it always they're always kind of looking over their shoulder like something could happen. What if they like (laughs) like do we have until midnight? Like time is a huge factor. Because so far John's the only one who can stay awake during it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, it's very creepy.
0: Yeah, it's very creepy. And then so then, you know, um, the doctor kind of tells us more. He basically says, first there was darkness, then came the strangers. They abducted us, they brought us here trying to divine what makes us unique. They're trying to understand the human soul. So that's basically, that's, man, could you imagine just like, <laughs> okay, here's 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 the up thing. So like, imagine you got um, abducted and then something took you somewhere and you didn't remember where or why, but you worked at um, Panera Cakes.
1: <laughs> why? <laughs>
0: i'm saying that's basically what they did to these people
1: basically yeah they they
0: took them and they made this place and they just did whatever they wanted with them
1: yeah rats and amigis let's see how they scatter let's see how they react to all of these different little scenarios so maybe just maybe guys imagine being an alien race that wants to take on the project of understanding the human spirit or the human of what makes us human like, that's a huge freaking undertaking because we don't even get it.
2: Exactly.
1: <laughs> like, we can't, yeah. we can't tell you, like, <laughs> what do you, what the hell? <laughs> like, that's a, that's like the, that's what philosophers have been asking for thousands of years.
0: Yeah, exactly. We have no idea. No idea at all. We um, don't know. But they, but they kind of go about it in a weird way for sure.
1: Oh, uh, right? yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So um, then the trio, they get to this, like, door. It's, like, this really weird, random kind of door uh, in the middle of nowhere, right? It's, like, not not very properly situated. So they get to the door. They open this door. And then they see behind it is just a poster. It's just a billboard for Shell Beach. It's, like, womp, womp. No no beach here. And they're, like, no, there must be something here. So they rip the poster, and there's a wall. They break through the wall. And outside of the wall, now, now we, <laughs> now you really get to take the red pill. <laughs> now you really get to see the matrix. Outside of the wall is just space. It's just space. There's nothing, there's nothing. And so then we get this whole thing. So this is really cool. So the inspector falls out of, he, he basically dies. He gets thrown into space.
1: Yeah, there's like a scuffle and like he's trying to like protect them and everything like that. and. Yeah, poor poor you know William Hurt gets sucked out of yeah.
0: space. Yeah, he gets sucked into space.
1: I was pretty bummed about that. Um, I was pretty I was disappointed. I liked his character. I always kind of like the detective characters. Yeah. Um, and I like William Hurt, so I was pretty bummed about that. But I was yeah, like, it,
0: was, eh. it, was, it sucked. Um, okay, but here's here's the crazy thing. So we see this whole thing, and it's, it's basically it's a plane out in the cosmos. Mm. Um, and you see like it's it's sort of. By the way, okay. They like here's another here's another fucking crazy red pill for you. They live on a flat Earth. <laughs> By the it's way. flat
2: Earth.
0: <laughs> it's literally a flat Earth. That would have been so like okay, they would have been going too far. But like if the crazy guy was like, "The Earth is flat." <laughs>
1: Or maybe he wouldn't even have to have said, like, the Earth is flat, like, verbatim. He could just have alluded to it and flat Earth yeah. would have been like, yeah, that's what we've been saying. This is what yeah. we're on. It's like, no, you're stupid. No, you're uh, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you even proved yourselves wrong in a documentary. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. So dumb. But but this, off. Is, this is crazy because, like, it's legitimately they live on a flat plane.
1: Yeah, they live on a flat surface and everything yeah. is just that's why there's no water. There's no real, there's only horizon, but you can't, there's so many buildings. You can't even like see past it. Yeah. And I feel like they're doing, I feel like you don't even really see a night sky though, either. I, maybe they look up at the sky at some point, but I really don't remember seeing any like stars or anything. So they're probably like shielding that from them too. Yeah. Because what if they pass by a planet or something, or are they in orbit too? Are they just traveling consistently or, yeah. It's, it's really weird. Like, is this the mothership or is it just,
0: are there you know, more of these? There might be. That's a good point because like you see at the bottom, so it's this flat thing where they've created the cityscape that they can manipulate. And then their building where they exist in their hive is at the bottom and it's sort of, it's a different kind of uh, different kind of thing mm-hmm. as it were, you know, it's, it's a different structure than the rest of what they've created. Um, and that that thing is like what creates the city. Yeah. And they've they've kind of angled it so it's like the reason why there's never a day is like they've angled it so that it's opposite of some star, so you, they're always in the dark.
1: <clears throat> well, and I think like the um, the strangers don't like sunlight either. I think that's implied they, or said something like that.
0: Yeah, they don't like sunlight. Yeah, that's that's totally right. Um yeah, so it's really interesting. That was a really cool scene, but unfortunately seeing William Hurt get sucked into the Void, Yeah, yeah the void. Somebody so. got
1: to go. <laughs> yeah.
0: So then uh, you know, Murdoch surrenders so that they don't kill Emma. Um Yeah. So so basically, so then they take him into the hive at the bottom of the thing. And they're like, "Oh, we have to kill him." <laughs> yeah, and they're That's like, "No." <laughs> No, he has a... Exactly. He'll <laughs> fight him to death. No, he has a soul. We have to take the soul or whatever. He can give us a soul. Um, so then they're like, oh, we have to become one with John Murdoch. So then the doctor is supposed to... And this is something that happened like earlier. The doctor was like, oh, if you if you take this injection... Oh, trust me. Trust me. Take this injection that I give you and then everything will be fine. And he's like, oh, no. I'm not going to do
1: that, dude. I don't trust you, Igor.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I I don't trust you, Igor. Exactly. And so, but then the doctor swaps the thing. So he's supposed to give them, supposed to give John all the memories of the hive mind, but instead he gives John this very interesting memory. It's not a memory. It's more like a-, a
1: tutorial. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it's an exposition dump or something. It's, it's like- um,
1: Here's my PowerPoint. Uh, <laughs> here's yeah. my little laser pointer.
0: Exactly. Um, could you imagine, like, if you could just learn stuff like that, where you just, like, kind of inject, inject math into your brain?
1: I thought that's what my COVID shot was. I'm not going to get that. <laughs> this is the first I'm hearing of this.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, you maybe I, second I, dose. You, when you get the second dose, you'll get all the, it'll be like, OK, here's what you have to do, Lily. You have to do this. You have to do this. You have to do this. This is how you're going to take over the world. Can tell you.
1: You're going to keep working your job until you retire. That's what I want them to say. Your four hundred one k is gonna get a really nice boost this, this yeah.
0: week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> um, So yeah, so so he he like yeah he basically shows him the matrix, um, and, then, and how to
1: defeat them. I think something like that mm-hmm. too.
0: Yes, it's it. So yeah, basically how to control his powers, pretty much better. And so then John is like, you know, he's, he's become the one. (laughs) Um, Yeah. He's Neo. And so then he, he like, he starts doing stuff, using his powers, fighting them off. And then he fights like, I guess I forget what, what that stranger was called. Like the main one.
1: Yeah. He's like the grandmaster. Mr. Book. I believe that was Mr.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's like the head honcho. Yeah. Mr. Book and him, they get into a psychic battle basically. Um, very much like scanners.
1: Yes, kind that, of a very thing. much. yeah.
0: And so they're <laughs> they're fighting, and they're like,
1: making little faces as, at each other.
0: Yeah.
1: Imagine doing that. Imagine you're an actor, and all you have is the director telling, "Okay, I need you to look like you're fighting him, but you're not physically fighting him." And you you don't have any of the musical score to go by. Like the special effects will be added in post, <laughs> and you're being strung up. On wires,
0: Action. yeah. In front of a green, you're in a green room on yeah. some wires,
1: and you're in a green room. This guy's in ridiculous makeup. Yeah. And you think about your journey. Think about your yeah. journey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like acting with just your face has got to be just a bitch. <laughs> like, it's hard.
0: It's hard. Um, that's why you get paid the big bucks. You gotta, you gotta sell it.
1: Yep, you gotta sell it. I need you to be a little bit Brad Pitt, not a lot <laughs> of George Clooney, but the fierceness of Johnny Depp. That's funny go,
0: yeah exactly <laughs> You're be a
1: star, kid yeah, your my so keys are gonna have you sign yeah
0: your name. <laughs> that's so funny yeah and and yeah, they get into this fight and they're flying around and stuff they're flying around the city they're like throwing knives at each other and stuff
1: throwing buildings sometimes my like building. <laughs> John's totally messed up their house <laughs> like or their little cave yeah. thing and yeah it was it was a good psychic battle as far as psychic yeah, battles cool. go, you know.
2: There's no uh, John, dialogue
1: during it too, which I think no, is like, mm-hmm. they say, they're saying everything they need to say, which I like. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very cool. Um, yeah. So then John, he kills him with like a knife. Like the guy throws a knife at him and he's like trying to psychically stab him with it, but he's not powerful enough. And he's like, bah! and then John stabs him and he dies. Um, and that's it. Now he's the most powerful being in this flat earth <laughs> place. Yep. Um so then, you know, there's some more stuff. He's like, basically, basically, he can't bring Emma back. That's the one thing he can't do. And so then it's like, oh, that kind of sucks. But um, he's he then John decides to like change Dark City completely. He like creates an ocean. He then makes the city. Um, he creates Shell Beach pretty much. <laughs> which never existed, which is kind of like, yeah, it's kind of interesting. It never existed in the first place, but then he creates this thing that didn't exist. That's a memory mm-hmm. from who knows where. Um, and then like at the end, he's sort of confronted by, uh, was I think it's Mr.
1: Hand, Mr. right? Hand.
0: Yeah, Mr. Hand, yeah. It's confronted at the end. And it's like, you will never understand us, blah, blah, blah. And then he like makes, turns the flat earth so that they're in the sun. And then Mr. Hand, like, Nie! he dies.
1: <laughs> I'm dying, John. Help me. I tried killing you and your woman, and I totally messed up your life, but I'm helping. And he's just like, no.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, no.
1: Burn, no, no. bitch.
0: Yeah, you need to die. You are a scumbag person. Um, and so then he, like, goes on the pier, and Emma's there. So they have this little discussion. They just, like, have a talk. You know, so, like, it's like one of those, um, you know, Feel-good
2: moments.
0: Love. Yeah, it's also like, is true love real, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, do they are they going to fall in love, you know? Um, and he's like, oh, where's Shell Beach? He's like, oh, it's over there. It's like, I'm headed there myself. You want to come with me? It's like, yeah. And then they go off together.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And we're left to, you know, I guess think if they're going to fall in love again. Love Conquers All. Th- this movie's been been compared to Brazil as well, which is another, yeah, Love Conquers All was like the whole point of that movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. So cool. Yeah. So what'd you, what'd you think watching it again this time and watching the directors?
1: Cover? Oh, I really liked it. You know, it, I related to it in some ways, especially with like the nightmare or dream kind of moments where it's like, yeah, that totally happens in my dreams or just like, it's, I feel like a lot of movies nowadays, like not think pieces, but like mind bendy stuff or trying to do something similar. Um, but yeah, I I liked it, you know, like is our reality our own? Does love love transcend um, brainwashing and all that other stuff? <laughs> um, no, it was really good. It's a, it's a, it's. I wouldn't say it's necessarily a fun movie because the themes are generally pretty dark. But it makes you think, and it, you know, it's it's an interesting movie to watch. And I would probably watch it again in another five years. I I'm not ready to like throw it on again, but it's fun. It's interesting to revi- to revisit it.
0: Yeah, it's really cool. And, you know, the way that it really blends the genres is so interesting. Like, it's a mystery film. It's Mm -hmm. a noir film. It's a, it's a, it's sort of a fantasy sci-fi film. Um, The way that it, all the stuff with the architecture. Mm -hmm. It's also really cool.
1: It's also kind of got some, like, total recall moments kind of going on with, like, no, I'm really your wife. No, you're really a secret agent and stuff like that. Or, you know, that scene when Arnold Schwarzenegger leaves the message for himself from yeah, the past. Yeah. And it's got some of those, like, kind of total recall elements to it. Um, can I really trust my brain? If I shoot you, are there actually consequences if this is just a simulation? Mm-hmm. Um,
0: it's very is, Philip, Philip K. Dick,
1: in yeah. a way. And it's, it's very creepy, and it's really weird, because you're like, I can't really trust myself or my mind. And that's, that's terrifying to... Think that you can't trust your own mind.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. It's very scary. Um, yeah, I just, I just. Do you have any kind of thoughts or theories about like why why these type of themes were so popular in like the late nineties?
1: Well, again, because like the internet was such a big thing, we were able to share more ideas more quickly, more frequently. Um, the world was changing in a really like rapid way, like the technology boom. Um, and I think it, I think it just scared a lot of people because what is, what is something people always do with something new and exciting is that there's always people who come along and ruin it, um, who make it ne- a negative place, not necessarily a good place because you can be whoever you want to be on the internet. You can change your name. You can have a mm-hmm. username, you know, you can mm-hmm. be that you can be, um, David Tennant, lover 53, not Lily. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you can lie your way across the internet and be whoever you like that's another like um, what was it Uh, chat rooms and uh, like older singles chat rooms who people would meet each other across like the country and then they'd meet each other and be like well you're not really who you said you you were Um, I can think of two couples who got divorced after meeting each other on the internet in the early thousands um because they ended up not being who they said they were. (laughs) Mm. Um, One of them went to my church and then another one was like an old family friend from Michigan. They just started getting on chat rooms one day and met their future husbands and didn't end well. (laughs) Didn't end well. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I think it was just like, maybe just like a fear of being programmed, but we're allowing ourselves to be programmed. Ooh, buy the shiny new thing. Everybody yeah. wants the shiny new thing. My dad only just got an iPhone, <laughs> like because he's been he just didn't want to be that to buy into it, even though it's exactly it's, yeah. it's sleek, it's faster. You can talk to your kids better on it. You can check your email on the go. Because he would always be like, "Oh, I need to get home. I'm waiting for an email from the contractor or whatever." Like, yeah, get a. Like, I think most people will be will be honest and say, "Yeah, I have bought into Apple. I have bought into." the latest streaming service and this because they make us need it. <laughs> I don't want yeah, to sound exactly. like a crackpot tinfoil hat person right now, but they do make us want it. That's what marketing is. Um, but yeah, I think it's just like, I think it was probably just like a fear of being programmed without realizing it.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's
1: a new type of propaganda this time it has buttons.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, because yeah, that that's that's a lot of it is just like feeling, because that's kind of what the internet can be. You can create your own reality, and I think mm-hmm. that's what we have discovered is like what happens. People create their own reality, and in their reality, it could be any, it could be Earth's flat, it could be um, you know Elvis isn't dead, <laughs> you know Tupac isn't dead. Mm-hmm. Um, it could it could be you know. Um, you know, whoever is an alien, they're reptiles. Rule the world. You know, <laughs> it could be anything. It could be anything. And and on the internet, all that stuff exists.
1: Yeti, um, Sasquatch. You know, like it. And mm-hmm. no, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: What's crazy too is that um, it, it's really kind of crazy how much control some of these things have. Like like the actual aliens, like the actual strangers are actual human people who program, like, your Facebook feed. Mm. Like, they're the ones who are actually doing this fucking Dark City shit in real life.
1: It's like, yeah, oh, you visited a site where you were looking at handbags? Here's all the ads for handbags. Look at this this little shop on, on Etsy that designs, you know, personalized, unique handbags that only you will have. Or, I need a new headphones. Saw a bunch of ads for headphones, <laughs> you know?
0: because they can totally like people who are like on Facebook a lot like they can totally control a lot of what you think and how mm, you feel mm-hmm. they can just like they can manipulate your feed so that you see different stuff they could manipulate the ads you see and they can just like man i mean you can you can really change someone just from that
1: yeah program them that's yeah <laughs> program them program them to to want To feel like they need to keep, because let's face it, we don't need to keep consuming most of the crap that we have. Like, I didn't, I mean, I did actually need a new computer, so that would have been a shitty example. But, like, I don't, here, I don't need this. (laughs) Yeah. I don't (laughs) actually need this. (laughs) I wanted it well, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's shiny and you know, it's got some nice colors on it. It has all of my favorite flavors, except for the mystery flavor. That one sucks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I end up giving those to my partner's kid. Uh, well, oh, they're say. not going to waste. That's... Exactly. Um, I don't need it. I'm made to want it because it tastes good. And it's like I said, it's got colors and it pops. But at least I think most people are aware of the fact that they don't need a lot of things. But Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. But the, comes... the 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 things like
1: but someone at airheads.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I was like, this is perfect for her.
0: And we're gonna we're gonna find a way to get her to buy it.
1: And they keep making it easier. They keep mm, they making do. it they keep making it easier to to get things, to buy things. like that you now have coupon codes and and uh, <laughs> Amazon Prime and it's...
0: <sighs> did you buy that at a store, or did you buy it online?
1: I got it online.
0: <laughs> oh, my God, see. <laughs> That's a perfect. That's so perfect.
1: Oh, dude, our, that's so perfect. Our bed set came from Amazon. Yeah. Um, like I, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't go to a store. I didn't go to Best Buy to get my computer. I waited three days. Um, yeah. Well, that just, was the
0: right choice. Yeah. I say that was the right choice.
1: And with COVID, it's even easier. It's even better. I wonder how many people signed up for Amazon Prime after COVID hit. Who didn't have it before? Because they were like, oh, "I'll just go to the store and get it. I don't, I don't mind." Or, you know, like delivery changed in a huge way. Restaurants that never even wanted or needed to offer it before now had to to make a profit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, it's crazy.
0: It's crazy. Yeah.
1: We're, yeah, we're easily programmed individuals, we're or really programmed or beings. beings. You know what I mean? And it's it's creepy if you think about it too long, but.
0: You just you can't think about you it. Can't, yeah,
1: you, you can't yeah, you can't. Just keep living your life, keep buying your Amazon Prime shit. You get yeah. it in a day, it's
0: great. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, and you can't you can't because the thing about it is like, you know, like imagine imagine if um I'm trying to think of a good example of this. But like like let's say that you really like someone someone's told you, oh, you know, this guy this guy's an alien. He's a he's a reptile alien. And he's he's like, let's say it was someone I don't know you knew or whatever. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, Billy Bob down the street. He's an alien. He's 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 one of them. You know, <laughs> he's
2: yes. in them.
0: Yeah. No. Now imagine everyone you knew said that. <laughs> they all like everyone said that. Where they're like, yeah, that guy, Billy. Like maybe he didn't live near you, but he was like, you know, it's like you go on the internet and they're like, oh, here's proof. Billy Bob is an alien. He's a reptile. Um, you believe that and, and how, how would you then like learn the truth if Billy Bob wasn't an alien? Mm,
2: Like, like, would you, would you
0: be able to do enough work to like actually unlearn that false idea? You probably wouldn't. So you would just kind of just go with the default Mm -hmm. and that's what a lot of us do. Cause like, yeah, to, to, if you, you know, went out and like, you met the guy and then you like. Took his blood or did an x-ray. Like, no, he's, he's a human being. Um, that could unlearn that thing for you if you were, or any person was like willing to like see new evidence and then change. But doing all that work can be really hard, especially the more kind of convoluted the idea is. The oh, more yeah. work it takes to unweave the the, 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 the whatever it is, how how deep the idea is. And so a lot of us were just like, oh, well, everyone says he's a reptile alien, so it must be true.
1: Yeah, and that goes into like a mob mentality thing, which I think was way harder to control oneself way back in the day when someone would be like, yeah, Bertha's a witch. Yeah, she's she's a witch. witch. Or... a case, again, in New Hampshire where this guy's family, mam- family members kept dropping dead. They'd get really sick and they'd be coughing up blood and they would be just dead within days. And finally, like this mob comes to his house and are like, we think they're vampires. So what we want to do is dig up your dead kids, cut them open. And if there's blood in there, they're vampires. And then we got to burn the bodies. He's got to do it. They did it not understanding that most of them died in the winter and winters in New England are terrible. You can't dig in the ground. So their bodies were (laughs) well-preserved. Now that is just, we know now is just like ignorance. We didn't, they didn't know any better small minds and stuff like that, but that's what it gets to is like, Oh, she's got to be a vampire. She's got to be a vampire. That's why this stuff is happening. They all had TB. (laughs) It's like,
0: yeah.
1: So it's, it's, totally. I think it's I think it's a safer world. We don't get that way. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go to Billy Bob's house and be like, I'm gonna cut you open and you're gonna- Yeah, be, I'm gonna cut you open. <laughs> you're gonna be a lizard underneath and I'm gonna tear off your skin suit and-
0: And the bill blast, no, I'm not,
1: I'm not a lizard. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, you got shifty eyes. I saw you outside at yeah. night one time and I didn't like it. I didn't yeah. like
0: it. His um, eyes glowed, they glowed in the dark like a lizard.
1: Well, it was like that perfect um, episode of The Twilight Zone when that neighborhood goes crazy, thinking yep. that they're the ones. That, no, it's my neighbor that's doing it. No, it's you. I saw you outside. He has, you know, insomnia. Doesn't explain it. <laughs> why are you up so late at night? Why are you looking at my? Why are you looking at my trash cans from across the street in yeah, yeah, your yeah, own yeah, yard yeah. on your yeah. property? It's the paranoia. But there's no way to disprove that Billy Bob isn't a uh exactly. shifting monster. So
0: Exactly. And then and then it's like it's like just that 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 perfect example you gave of like all these people who are like, Oh, this is they're vampire. Mm-hmm. Like that's why that happened. They're they're vampires. And then they dig up the body and then they're like, Oh, see? See? They're vampires.
1: Mercy Brown. That's what it's called. The Mercy Brown incident. Yeah. Um But yeah, it was just And this poor guy, he just indulged the mob because if he didn't, what were they going to do? They were going to fucking kill him. Exactly.
0: (laughs) They're going to think he's a vampire too. They're going to bring the fucking garlic. (laughs)
1: This is the late 1800s when people had stopped burning witches. They stopped believing in vampires. They stopped so many things. But you get a small group of people who are really scared and all hell breaks loose. (laughs) I sound like the Joker right now.
0: But it, it's it's true. Like that's that's what happens with that mentality. Um, people can be easily brought to believe different things. Like you just said, with the memory, like you can implant memories. That's crazy and scary.
1: Yeah, I mean, MK Ultra was trying to do brainwashing and uh, yeah. to control yeah. people's minds. It didn't work, but they figured out a whole bunch of other ways to screw with the, the mind <laughs> and what can break a person. Let's just keep giving them LSD. You want LSD for 50 days in a row? Let's do it. Let's do it. They were giving it to people who didn't even know they were taking it <laughs> just to see what would happen.
0: That's so fucking crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? That's so insane.
1: Yeah, they were giving it at cocktail parties. They were giving it to prostitutes and planning cameras and being like, let's see what this guy says when he's tripping on LSD and doesn't even know it. Like, yeah. they were all to try and use mind control.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just, totally insane.
1: It's so crazy what what some people will do and rationalize Yeah, too. Like, yeah, they're vampires. I don't know why, but we're gonna do it.
0: And then someone probably implants the idea, oh well, you know, my daughter got bit by one of them. You know, you you don't just, even just have make a some shit up. Yeah. You know you <laughs> have a daughter.
1: Well, yeah. she got bit. <laughs>
0: she got bit. Look at her arm. Look at it. Look at it. You see that? Some some bite. Yep. It's one of them bitter.
1: I I feel like we sometimes program ourselves because fear is so strong. So we have to rationalize it and I I forgive it up until a point in time. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, okay, we should be thinking better than this. We should be thinking, we should be doing better because we we know vampires aren't real. Like, Mm. it's just some dude walking down the street with a cape like because he thinks he's cool. Yeah,
0: it's some dude. He's a goth dude. He's not Gonna bite you or whatever.
1: Yeah, um, I don't. Honestly, in my experience with goths, they're really harmless. They're really harmless. Yeah. <laughs> really
0: harmless. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just people that they yeah they can't sleep, so they walk around at night. They're kind of morbid, so they like hanging out at cemeteries. There's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't mean that you suck people's blood and you're immortal. <laughs> like that's another thing too. Like, okay, so they died, but they're vampires. Like what?
1: Exactly. Like because <laughs> because so Bram Stoker actually read about the Mercy Brown story and thought it was super weird and then there was other things he was doing working before he wrote the novel Dracula um but yeah one of the things was that uh before the Dracula thing came along it was really just people rising from the dead and it was more soul sucking they were sucking the soul out and they were like it, the blood because people at one point people doctors believed the soul was in blood um, yeah. and that's why you know vampires <laughs> are like after it um but um there was actually a time when members of families would watch over the graves of their dead loved ones because yeah. doctors didn't always get it right this happened a lot with criminals who were hung it didn't always work and they just passed out from choking or whatever mm-hmm. and then they would wake up underground <laughs> And claw their way out, and that's where zombies come from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. There's a history lesson, kids. It was oh, just some God. guy who got hung for horse thievery, and he yeah. took a nap.
0: <laughs> yeah, have you ever seen a, a grafterger's cage? A what? This it's this thing called a I believe it's called a grafterger's cage. You should look it up. So, I I think it was from that era. So they got really paranoid. So what they did was when they buried you, they put a cage around your coffin. Yeah. So you would see this cage on top of the coffin. So they're like, well, if it's a zombie, they're going to get caught in the cage and they can't get out. That's what they started doing.
1: (laughs) Oh my God.
0: Yeah. It's crazy.
1: You know, at least the Egyptians took care of their dead. You know, they put, they gave them a bath. They, um, you know, yeah, they took out the organs and stuff. You were in a room surrounded by your best friends and all of your favorite valuables.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Let me see if I can uh, show you. I'll bring up a image of it. Um, let me see here. It's it's some crazy stuff. Like like this is this was like things that people really did. Like yeah, this the is. Past
1: this was the worst.
0: <laughs> yeah. So this, this was this is what I'm talking about.
2: Oh my god!
0: Yeah. Um. Hold on. How can I? Ooh, this. Yeah. So that that's um. That's a graph. That's that's what they would do. I forget exactly what it's called. I don't know if it's called that, but they would put the cage around the the grave.
1: Oh my god. So that
0: if the per- so basically the theory was, oh well, if this is a zombie, they're going to get trapped in this thing. <laughs> or a vampire or whatever, you know, if they come back from the dead, they're going to get trapped in this thing.
1: God, that's crazy.
0: And that's 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 insane, right? Some people actually believe like, "No, nah, dude, he's he could be a zombie or a vampire yeah. or whatever. So we got to put this cage over his grave so he doesn't come out and attack us."
1: Oh, my God. That Literally, like, the the past and death is a very strange, strange thing. Like, yeah. it really is. Like, some of the things yeah. that they thought would happen or do happen or – oh, my God. It's so weird. Once you think you've learned enough, like, something else like that. Like, I had no idea that was a thing. That's crazy. But it makes sense. It makes sense.
0: It, it does, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I, think that, I think that about covers it. It's a fun conversation. Um, Dark City. Very interesting film. Uh, yeah, very, it's like a cult film, I'd say. Um.
1: Oh, yeah, it's got cult film written all over it. <laughs> it does.
0: It's super culty. Yeah, it's, it's a cool one. So, um, yeah, so hopefully we'll be back sometime in the future. We'll figure out what kind of mm-hmm. film we're going to talk about next. Um, something to think about. So. Yeah, before this started, we were talking about Cloud Atlas, which is a fun movie. Yeah, very long movie. Maybe we'll review that at some point in the future. Um, I don't know. I don't know if we're done with the '90s yet, but we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see if there's any other '90s. We're just there's so about.
1: much. There's so much to be had from the '90s. It's such a weird decade. It really is. Yeah, like, it is weird. it's it's got it's got a lot there, and I also I feel like people don't really get you know how like the the horror genre usually gets snubbed a lot. Um, yes. by like uh award shows. Not so much now anymore. I feel like horror is in kind of like a, a golden age a little bit with certain filmmakers. There um, there's
0: yeah, I it's it, it there's definitely like a lot of prestige horror. Yes. Put
1: it. For sure. Um I think we're going to be seeing like that changing out of during award seasons. I feel like they're they're not ready to give in just yet. Um but Fuck, I totally forgot where I was going with this. God damn it. It's right. That makes me so mad. I,
0: know, I hate it. I, Don't you hate when you lose I a
1: had child? a point. I swear to God, I had a point, guys. I swear. This is just me. This is just how I am. I, I have normal conversations, and I forget where I'm going and
0: talking about. It happens.
1: But there's going to okay, be another so Conjuring-like movie coming out soon. Yes,
0: there is going to be a Conjuring the devil made me do it I, th- that was interesting so they like in the in the trailer they had this like so basically one of the scares in the movie is like there's a demon in a waterbed
1: yes uh this is also uh i, I recently listened to a podcast about this exact story and it oh that's
0: it's, a real thing
1: yeah this is based on a true the story. demon okay.
0: was, wait wait was the demon in a waterbed was that did so, that happen
1: Basically, the story goes that these people bought a house, and it was there was still some furniture left in it, and it was like the dream house, and there was a waterbed that had been left behind, and the man and woman who bought it were, like, fucking around on the waterbed. Not, they were just like, oh, look how funny this is. Like, I left a waterbed. Who actually owns a waterbed? And um, that is something that pissed off a demon or something like that. Oh, my God! <laughs> um, and it attached itself to a younger, like, the man's nephew first, and then at some point, he was, like... If you're gonna pick on someone, pick on a pick on someone your own side, And then demons were kind of like, okay, as the story goes.
2: Mm,
1: and ba- basically the crux of it is can you prove possession? Can you prove yeah. that a demon made you do something?
2: Yeah.
1: When you, you know, because back in these days they took lie detector tests way more seriously than they are now, mm-hmm. which we know they are not reliable now. Um yes. and he passed a lie detector test when he said he didn't remember what happened. Um Yeah, it's demon possession is a it's a weird thing because it it happens way more frequently than I think people think it happens. Like whether or not it's real or trauma based is totally up for debate.
0: People people believe it.
1: No, it's based on a true on a true story.
0: Interesting, cool. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to watch that. Um, All right, cool. So yeah, I think uh, we'll see what we're going to do next week or whenever we do the next one. But uh, yeah, thanks a lot. Everybody, um, and uh, take care. May the force uh, be with you.
1: Live long and prosper.